You're listening to the Strategically Podcast. I'm Tyler Collins. And I'm Brandon Collins. As we like to say, strategy is all about finding the best way to get from where you are to where you want to be. Head over to our website, Strategically, that's strategic.li, for more tools and content. But right now, you can join us for this casual conversation where we dive deep into the concepts behind thinking strategically in life, business, or whatever you care about. When I talk to people and I and they ask me, oh, what's your podcast about? You know, what is your content about? And I say, <laughs> oh, it's about strategy. Yeah. There, there's always this like, look back at me very blankly. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, Have you had mm-hmm, that experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like, um, I think for me, it's why would that be interesting? Why would that be valuable? Like maybe they're wondering those things underneath as well. I get that as well. Yeah. Um, and, and as I like look across the landscape of the internet as if that's something you could do but if you know what i mean the, the, <laughs> yeah sure the part of the landscape that i interact with you know the podcast okay. that i'm listening to the videos i'm watching you know whatever those things i don't see anybody talking about this now maybe they talk about it in their specific area i feel like sure we haven't maybe we have talked about this before but i feel like it bears repeating so they're going to talk about strategy for finance they're going to talk about a strategy for fitness, for whatever it is, like fill Business, in the blank. Yeah, finances. Yep, yep. But we're trying to come at it from a, no, these are principles that you can like include in anything. And what yeah. are those principles? And that's why we started doing the, um, you know, the book and the, the Let's Write series. And we have an ebook now. All these different things to say, hey, it's not just like that's a good strategy for that video game or that's a good strategy for your health. We're trying to say, no, like those are universal principles and strategies that can work in in all of these areas. And two, there's, I think where I see this being done well, the closest, but again, I think it's too specific, is in the area of personal growth and personal goal setting. I've seen a lot of, more recently, a lot of YouTubers are on uh, you know, let me let me show you how to how to set goals and and be successful overall in your life, so you have good enjoyment and good satisfaction from your life. But a lot of people are turned off by that. I think that kind of self help vibe, um, and and maybe it distracts from or or. And here's what I've really uh, what I've really noticed is a lot of times they're a lot harder to apply when you try to actually start putting those into practice. And so I think those that's how we would we see a little bit of difference there is like. Well, those same principles about your life, like you were just saying, should also apply to a specific area, should also apply to your business, should also apply to your health, should apply to your finances, and they should be doable. They should be practical. So, and then uh, the other thing I was thinking as we, as we got started, you know, as we dive into talking more about strategy and, and maybe why we think it's important, I wonder if people are going to think, well, you guys always talk about this. And one of the reasons we, we, first of all, we're going to be hitting it from some different perspectives. Um, but secondly, it's because people are constantly asking about it. Like, like this is probably the quintessential thing that trips people up in this area. I don't know if you've experienced that as well. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's like, why do you keep beating this dead horse? (laughs) (laughs) Like that's probably the the less polite way of asking the question that we want to like handle today, which is why does this strategy stuff matter so much? And, and maybe mm-hmm. the like other way is like, why do you care? You know, why do we care about it so much? Why do I care about it so much? Why do you care about it so much? We want to answer that question because as I said before, uh, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head, a lot of times when people address this, it definitely streams into the like more self-helpy mm-hmm. area. And that's, it's not that there isn't a part of that, but like that's not all of it. And it just goes there so quickly. And we want to be, that's not our goal at all. Like not that we're against self-help. 
But yeah, we definitely want to be more practical than that. We want to be like, hey, whatever your thing is, whatever it is, yes. it, like it's on your mind right now. You know, maybe it's your your small internet business. You're you're selling whatever shop online. You got a you know Shopify store, or you're trying to start a YouTube channel. Whatever your thing is, we're trying to be like, hey, here's some like really practical things that you can do right now to be more strategic in that endeavor, you know, whatever that might be. So we don't want to stray into self-help. We want to be very practical, number one. But then the reason why we think it matters so much is because we have seen in our own lives, and I don't know if we'll get into this, but, you know, for me, as I think about it from a personal aspect, I have seen it transform my life over and over and over again. Every time I decide I need to be more strategic about an area in my life, I always see more success. I I don't know how you feel. I agree. Definitely more success. But the other reason or the other thing I was thinking, and this actually have some notes later on that we're going to get to. Mm -hmm. I think we both do on like why we think it's important. But this one I didn't even think about until you were just talking. I find it is it has an emotional impact on me to um it breeds confidence. It breeds, um, uh, maybe confidence is the wrong word, but where, when I, when I feel like I'm overwhelmed by a situation, when I feel like I can't wrap my mind around it or like, man, what is my next step? If I pause and take time to be strategic, it, it's like, okay, yeah, this is like, I can actually take steps and, and make progress on this thing. Um, so there, there's absolutely a lot of, a lot of personal value that I have found as well. hundred percent. Yeah, that's a good point. And we'll, we're going to come back to that, um, as we start really diving in and answering this question, but to get back to what I was like sort of bringing up at the beginning of this whole thing, which is we really do feel like we are in uncharted territory, like sort of creating a niche almost of how do we take these like strategic principles that probably most people, you might be familiar with one or two, uh, but we're elevating them to a level of a principle that's like universal. So we're not just like mm-hmm. talking self-help or strategy and finance or strategy and fitness or whatever the thing is. We're elevating it to a higher level and saying these are universal. And so a yeah. lot, a lot of our content so far has been that kind of stuff. Um, you know what else is interesting about that is it, it, a lot of people I think would say, strategy is worthwhile in certain areas, but then not in other areas. Mm, And I think we're making the point that if it's worthwhile in one area, it's worthwhile in every area. (laughs) Like it is worth, it is, if it's important enough in your finances, Mm. it's got to be important enough in your job. And if it's important enough in your job and your business, why isn't it important for your health? And why, Mm. if if you're, you know, like, I think we, maybe people see the value of it in certain ways or like the the weirdest one I I have thought of, um, I was just thinking about it recently was in, in your hobbies, and oh, yeah. why, you know, like, <laughs> I don't think people think of hobbies as like, no, it's just fun. It's relaxed. It's take your yeah. time. But like, yeah, I don't want to dive in too deep. But like, you know, I think there's just so much value in saying, like, I think we like one of our like catchphrases, you know, with strategically is think deeper, live different. Mm-hmm. And I think people tend to resist deep thinking. They want to say, oh, yeah. you're overthinking it. You're thinking yeah. too deep. And, and there's just so much more joy and value to be found in every area, I think, by, yeah. by going strategic with it. So. Well, and I think that that's actually the first point that I wanted to make. So I, mm. this is this is a good way to transition into it. Okay. And and that is that this like false notion, because as we start to dig into this question of like, why strategy? Why should I take the time to be strategic in my thing? Whatever it is, so if it's your business, if it's your hobby, <laughs> like you yeah, just said, yeah. I think that's a great one. That's a really good one. And, and sometime we need to talk about that in an episode. Yeah, um, do a whole episode on that. Yeah, I think that'd be so great whether it's your hobby, whether it's your health, whatever it is, why should I take the time? Okay. And so that's part of the question. I think the real, you know, the bigger question we want to answer is why strategy? Why does it matter so much? But the way that I feel like it filters to me most often is I don't have time for that. Mm. 
And I think you were sort of hinting at that. I think that people, when we get into, you know, maybe when you say a phrase, like you just said, which, which is our, you know, one of our taglines, things that we like to say is think deeper, live, uh, live better. They automatically connect this idea of thinking deeper to like really hard work or like a lot of time. And sure. I just don't think that's the case. I think that's the first thing we got to we got to tackle here is like, okay. that is just not true. What do you think about that? I think it is hard, but you, you tell me what you think. I do think it's okay. Maybe hard is a weird word, but I think it takes effort. I think it takes um, work. And maybe that's that is actually one of the reasons I I think people tend to want to avoid complexity. Um, mm. They maybe are daunted by, um, well, they're they're not equipped. They're not used to it. Um, I think you know even if you think about education, the education system is much more about um, rote memorization than it is about mm. thinking and engaging with content mm. and and evaluating and coming up with solutions. And that's why word problems, you know, traditionally are always like the hardest ones. Um, so I do think it will feel hard. I'm air quoting on hard. Um, but, uh, because it it is, it is a muscle that you may not have used before. Um, but as far as the time goes, okay. And yes, I think we both would admit it does take some time. Um, but I don't think it is hard in the same way that like achieving big goals is hard. Like it is, it is easier than like these big goals that people are trying to tackle, right? Mm. It, it, It energizes your goals, not detracts from them and the time the time investment i think is uh you know it's not nothing it's not negligible but it's also not this like massive overwhelming burden i don't think um how, how do you, how would you respond differently to that yeah no i, I think that's a great point uh, as far as energy goes it is definitely it takes way more energy than i always expect but it uh-huh. always takes way less time than i think it will i think mm. that's how i would say it so i you know whenever i do a strategy session um, or a planning session, or like I know you've done like weekends, right? Where you yeah. you would go to um, an organization and you'd meet with them for the whole weekend, and you'd go over history and you know all all that kind of stuff. And you get to the end of one of those sessions, and you feel wrung out, like you feel like wow, yes. I just like ran a marathon, or you know what I'm saying? Like yes, you yes. feel like you've done a lot of work. But then there's a part of me, and this is me, and I love strategy, and I care so much about it. But there's a part of me that's like, did I? accomplish anything (laughs) like just being honest you know I'm always at the end of it I'm kind of wondering like did I even accomplish anything now I always get to the point where I know I have and we can talk about that more as we go to get on here but it definitely takes energy as far as time goes I think that's the fallacy that I really want to tackle in the beginning here I don't think it takes as much time as people think it will okay and I and here's what I would say I think people have this um and we'll get into this more too, I think, but I think people have this like wrong idea that any time spent not doing the main mm. thing is mm. wasted time. Do you know what I mean by huh. that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, so I read a book a while back, The Four Disciplines of Execution, and I thought they did a good job at, at explaining this. They talked about the whirlwind and, and their whole point was like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, take 20% of your time to sort of help things get better, help things move forward. That was there. And mm. then spend the other 80% of your time, again, 80-20 rule. It always comes back yeah, to that, yeah. right? Yeah. Spend the other 80% of your time in what they called the whirlwind. And I always thought that was a great term for it because it's just like the everyday life of like just getting stuff done, right? So in your business, that's like, how do I pay the bills? You know, mm. how do I make sales? Maybe, you know, maybe it's sales. How do I like, oh, this thing's broken. I got to go fix it. And mm-hmm. so that is a reality. Like for churches, hey, the weekend comes every single week. <laughs> that's kind of how the weekend works. So you have to be worried about services and the next right. event that's coming. And so there right. can be this feeling of like, 
any time that we're not spending counseling people or, you know, planning our next service or whatever is wasted time. And that mm-hmm. is just not the case. It, first of yeah. all, it doesn't take that much time away from all that stuff. And second of all, as hopefully we'll make the case, like it really is valuable. Yeah. Or like a business, um, a friend of ours is working on starting up a, um, a clothing, online clothing store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was telling me one of the things he said a few times is like the seasons and how important the seasonal, mm. I'm not a clothing guy at all. So this is all news yeah. to me, but some of you are going to be like, oh yeah, duh, of course. But you know, there's different fashion for spring and fall yeah. and winter and mm-hmm. summer. So like, he's like, you, you know, I feel like we got to be ready for the next season and mm. we got to have it stocked. And it's like, whatever your arena is, there's almost always that, that sort of ticking clock in the background. Um, yes. The next, you know, if yeah. it's sports, the next tournament, the next season, the, you know, whatever, um, the thing that's coming that you're like, oh, I wish we could be ready for that. Um, yeah, so I, I think you're absolutely right. The next report is due, mm-hmm. you know, to the, the senior leadership of your nice. organization. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so the time definitely feels, um, feels really, really important. Um, I had another point I was going to make on that, but I, I feel like I'm cutting you off, so I don't want to jump too, too far too fast. No, you're not, you're not cutting me off, but all I was going to say is I think that there's, there's two fallacies there. And, and mm. the first is like, oh, it's just going to take all this time. And it just does not. Like I have here in our notes, um, and I, I kind of want to just highlight this for a little bit, but you know, we, we wrote this ebook and, and published it for people. And it's seven days to absolute clarity. Now, granted, that's just step one, but what it, what it helps you do. In fact, you, you did a lot of writing. So I want you to talk about it a little bit more, but yeah. here's, what, here's the point before I throw it over to you and you can talk about what, why it's so great. But I, I can say it's great because you, you did a lot of the writing on that. And I, I did more of the like publishing and editing and stuff. Yeah. But seven days. And that means seven like actual days, not like 24 hours. That's like, oh, it'll take you a week to go through this. That's right. all it's going to take. And it's not even like hours and hours, right? I think it's two hours a day, we said, for seven days, something no, like less that. less than that. Less yeah. than that. It's more like an hour at the most per yeah. day. Yeah. So not a lot of time. And we specifically made it seven days because we felt like people can handle that amount of time. Like that's yeah. a normal amount of time. No, granted, you, you I guess you're going to work a little on the weekends, <laughs> but you don't have to. You could do five business days and then Monday and yeah, Tuesday yeah. if you want to do it that way. For sure. But so go ahead and, and talk about that and what we, you know, how does that ebook help people accomplish? Like what steps does that help people accomplish? Yeah. And, and specifically talk about the seven days thing. Uh, yeah. So the, the seven days to absolute clarity book, one of the reasons we, first of all, the reason we chose that is because we realized that, we, you know, we, we define strategy as the choices you make to get to your end destination. And so what's, you know, we, we are very passionate and excited about exploring how do you decide what choices to make and what's the pattern of decisions that you make. But what, one of the things we quickly realized was that people needed a lot of help determining the right end destination. And, you know, one of the analogies, I think you, you brought it up initially, was you can run a perfect race, but if you don't cross the right finish line, you haven't won, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's why we started there. And, and the, going back to your point about time, um, one of the one of the things we've seen or or I've sort of picked up from from, you know, various teachers and, and mentors over the years and even books and studies that I've I've done on strategy is that a lot of times we have the strategy or we have the intuition inside of us. You just need someone to help you draw that out. And that's where, you know, a good uh, uh, a good like in our um, one of our episodes, we talked about the whole idea of um, uh, a consultant, you know, will come or a facilitator will come help draw that out of you. But not everybody can afford that. And so the whole point of the seven days to absolute clarity book was to create a almost like a workbook, a series of questions, a series of exercises that you can walk yourself through. And it will hopefully draw out of you uh, what what there is and draw out that clarity from you. And so the beauty of that is 
most of that's already there. It's just like the raw material is within you and it just needs to be refined and drawn out and put together in the right way. And so, um, yeah, I think I think in the book, the instructions say it could be done in as little as 30 minutes a day. I think if you're really going to dig deep, it's more like an hour, hour and change, you know, each of those days. But again, if you do it, you know, a little bit every morning, it's not seven full days that you have to take, right? Yeah. It's just a little bit here and there. Yep. So the timing thing, I think you're yeah. absolutely right. It doesn't need to be this massive uh, block of time that you're taking to to come up with your strategy. Yeah. So, though, you know, getting back to our, our main topic here, those, those are the fallacies that, that I wanted to knock, you know, just, hey, this is going to take so much time and... And the second part, you know, is it going to be actually valuable? So that's the mm. meat and potatoes of what we want to get into in, in this session, in these episodes is why is it so valuable? How does it help you? You know, why, why do we decide to create a channel about this? You know, yeah, yeah. Why do we decide to create a podcast about this? You know, because we think it's that important for people to, to be thinking like this. So do you want to start? Um, I know we both kind of have our own, our own way of tackling this. Go ahead. What were we going to say? Uh, just before we jump into that, do you? I, I wrote a couple thoughts on why why do people not want strategy? Mm. Um, and I don't think we need to take tons of time here, but this might be a good um, starting point before we get into the value. And some of these, I think you and I would agree with. Like, I think there's some some valid, not criticism, but valid points that people are making when they say, "Well, there's a downside to strategy." So that's mm. what I'm calling these. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so what if we were going to say, "What are the downsides to strategy?" And maybe as I'm talking, you can kind of think of if I'm missing something here. Um, and again, I think there's some legitimacy to some of this. So the first one was, I think people think that strategy makes you overconfident. That oh, once you have a plan, you think um, that is how it's going to work. Like that is what's going to happen, and so you get overconfident. <laughs> you start trusting your plan. And I think there's there's some validity there, right? I think it is mm-hmm. possible that people can get overconfident uh, in their strategy. Another one is it can draw you into complacency. So if you say, um, well, listen, I've already got a system. I've already got a strategy built for this. Then um, then why would I bother changing? <laughs> like, where, where's the value in? Let me, I built this machine to crank out widgets. Let me just crank more widgets out. Yes. Uh, and so, again, yes. that can be true. Um, another one that I hear very frequently or especially on teams I've been on is well, we're going to be less agile, mm. right? There's going to be less adaptability with the plan mm. um, because you feel like you can't act without a strategy. You can't act if you don't have a plan. Well, okay, um, so I want to I want to push back on some of these or do you want to just go well, through them all first? So here's my summary of, <laughs> of why I think they're fallacies. Well, no, there is validity, but here's the point. Yeah, yeah. These are really people issues, mm. right? These are human problems. These are these are not problems with having a strategy. Yes. They are just describing tendencies that mm. humans tend to exhibit yeah. when they're being strategic, yeah. right? Getting overconfident and, you know, being uh, not being agile. Your strategy doesn't dictate that you have to be overconfident. Mm. We just tend to be that way when we yeah. have a plan, you know? And I was going to um, add another one that we've talked about before, but that's nav- the idea of navel gazing. We've I know we've mm-hmm, we've addressed mm-hmm. this in a previous episode, but the idea of like getting so and this has happened to me. This, this is why I bring it up. But this is happened to me where yeah. I get so caught up in just the building the strategy and the having the strategy that I'm spending too much time on my strategy. <laughs> uh, that happens as well. But I think you, I think you bring up a great point, which is these aren't strategy problems. Strategy yes. doesn't mean you will navel gaze. Strategy doesn't mean that you'll be less agile. In fact, I could actually make the case, and this is what I was going to say, that uh, actually, if you have a good strategy, it will make you more agile. You know, if you have a good yeah, strategy, well uh, you will not be complacent. You know, it'll fight mm-hmm. against complacency. So I, you know, the overconfidence, that is one I, I think is true. But again, that's, I think that's more of the flavor of your strategy. And it's something we've talked about a little bit, so I won't go so deep into it, but just for now. But if, even then, 
if well, what I was going to say is if you're if you're too zoomed in on your strategy, if we've we've talked about this in, a, in I think episode two or three, you can zoom in and you can zoom out in your strategy. If you're too yeah. zoomed in, yes, you can get very confident. But when you start to zoom out and you apply principles very broadly, I think that that helps combat that overconfidence because you can see, oh, there's actually a larger rule here. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that rule, you know, shows that I, I actually can't be that confident in yeah, this area. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So I right. can push back on all of those. What were you going to say before that? Before I was I just going to add, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's really about how you frame your strategy, how you view it. Yeah. Um, like if you view this as now that I've done this work, everything's going to be perfect. Mm. Like, well, that's not what a strategy is meant for, right? That's not, no strategy can promise you that or else you have a false view of what strategy really can and can't yeah. do. So which again, I think is a human problem, right? Mm. It's how we interact with, with strategy. And, and I'll just say this too. Um, there are good things that um, humans can mess up. <laughs> like, and just because humans, just because humans can take something and use it in a weird, you know, yeah. unhelpful ways, doesn't yeah. mean that thing is bad. It's just, uh, you know, can, can dieting, overly lead to you know poor self-image yes yes it can but does that mean dieting and health is bad no there's good health good reasons to to focus on that right just for the joy of your life or you know i'm sure we could come up with so many other areas where um you know where a thing can be taken to an unhealthy place but that doesn't mean that thing is bad and i think that's where all these criticisms really break down is and and that's why they're also partially valid because they can help warn you Mm. um to not go to that place you know what i'm saying Well, and I would I would push even harder back on that because while everything you're saying is true, in fact, I was having a conversation with my wife about health and, and fitness recently, and she kept talking about, you know, the influencer culture that is in health and fit, fitness. And you know what I'm talking about? These like yeah, yeah. Instagram models uh, yeah, yeah. and airbrush and and. I, there's I've seen a lot of videos recently about how pretty much all of them are probably taking steroids, especially on the on the guy side. I don't, I don't know yes. about the women's side, but on the guy side, especially. And in fact, some of them are finally coming out and saying, yes, I do take steroids like as mm. part of my, I am taking PEDs, you know, performance enhancing drugs. All that to say. So she was saying, hey, you just be careful because health and fitness is like this huge thing. And I'm like, I hear what you're saying, but we have an obesity pan like epidemic in this country. Mm-hmm. And that's the norm. And I feel that way about strategy. Like we have a strategy mm. epidemic. Like there is n- the, the vast majority of people aren't overemphasizing strategy. <laughs> they're, yes. they're just ignoring it completely. You're so right. You're so right. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Can you take strategy and run it and push it too far? And yes, you absolutely can. But for 99% of you out there, okay, let's say 95% of you, you aren't doing that. You're not doing yeah. it enough. That's, that's not the that's thing the for you problem. to worry about. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Agreed. so yes, it it can be a problem, but it's probably not your problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if I can I, say I think, it like that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're spot on. And which is, again, goes back to the point you opened up with, which is why are, why is this conversation yes. not as common? Yeah. Why is there not more YouTube channels? Why is there not more eBooks or, or whatever on this topic? Because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not commonly treated. Yes. So very well said. Uh, you want to dive into, uh, dive into some of your reasons to what, what's the wins of strategy but before or? we get there like you have this section here in our notes about what's the alternative and i think this is so huge and in fact we have a section in our book where we started getting into this about like what is the alternative to living strategically living life on purpose you know thinking deeper live better what's the alternative because we don't want to try to be like hey there's only one way and that's our way that that's just mm-hmm. like 
silly. There are some sure. alternatives. We don't think they're as good. Yeah. <laughs> or we yeah, wouldn't yeah. be doing this project in this channel and these ebooks, you know, the ebook that we wrote so far. But but uh, there are alternatives. And the first one is living randomly, right? Uh, which is like, I don't have a strategy. I'm just pushing forward. I'm, I'm acting. I'm just getting things done. And I think mm-hmm. um, when I think about small business owners, I think that is the most common pitfall probably that small business owners fall into. Mm. Um, is this idea of like, I just got to keep the ship moving. <laughs> uh-huh, and uh-huh. and I think that's so, so important. I really do because I've definitely been on the side of being too, maybe not too scared to act, but I, I always want to have like everything figured out. And so I'm like, mm. oh, it's not figured out enough. I can't act. So mm. I know that entrepreneurs often are a bunch of people. Um, and I mean this in a positive way. I hope if you're an entrepreneur, I hope you take this as a compliment, but you're doers, you're action oriented people, which is so great. That's how you got stuff done, right? That's how you got your business off the ground. But then there comes a point where systems got to change. Strategy's got to be different. Um, you know, systems maybe need to be built from the ground up or changed or things need to, you know, your website needs to change or whatever it might be. And you kind of push back on that and feel like I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm. And you probably, you know, not trying to like say, oh, you're reading your mind, but probably what you're thinking is like, that's how I got here. I was action oriented. That's what got Mm. me here. Uh, But there's a point of when you're being action oriented and you're just doing, 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 it just comes really down to like random chance, right? Mm -hmm. We were talking about that. Yes. I have a a point I was going to make on this and I I lost the notes. Oh, here they are. I'm going to move them up here. So there's this old proverb that Mm. I love. Um, that uh, really illustrates what you're saying very well. So it, the proverb says, without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need strong ox for a large harvest. So <laughs> the point is- What does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> so here's the thing. It means, okay, if you don't have any oxen, your stable is super clean. There's no ox poop mm, anywhere, right? Mm. Um, and like, oh, that's a good thing. Uh, but then they're saying, what the, what the proverb says is, but you have to have oxen to get more stuff done. Yeah. And don't you want to get more stuff done? So like if all you care about is an easy, simple, clean life, then you you don't want to work hard and you don't want to, you know, then you're not prioritizing making progress. And I hear you saying these, you know, an entrepreneurial person is going to be out making stuff happen. But what that does is it brings clutter. It progress brings a mess no matter what. Like that's a normal, natural part of life that when you're making things happen, you know, when you're when your business is growing, there's more emails, there's more uh, uh, contracts, there's more things to negotiate, there's more people to pay. And all of that breeds complexity. Right. Um, so uh, the simple principle that I used to think was that that it simply was there. Productivity makes messes that need to be cleaned up. And I think that's that's true. Being productive makes a mess. And that's that's good. That's a that's a normal part of life that you have to stop and clean up. But then this is the other thing I was thinking, and this is, I think, where you were driving with the entrepreneur, um, that great results require a certain amount of complexity that Mm. as an entrepreneur, like I I was using the farmer because this this proverb is talking about farming. Right. So, okay, let's say I'm a farmer. The entrepreneur just get it done. Action oriented. That guy is going to go out and just start making it happen. He's going to grab a stick and start digging in the earth and find some random seeds and put them in the ground. And he's got some, he's got some, (laughs) right. He's he's now a farmer when his neighbor is like trying to get it all figured out. And what's the best time to plant? Mm. This guy's already ahead of the game. And you're like, okay, good for him. But then at a certain point he wants to upgrade. And so maybe he's going to go buy a a, a scythe to to harvest, or he's going to go buy a plow. Okay. But now he's got to buy that stuff and then he's got to store it and he's got to maintain it. 
right? And maybe he wants better seeds. Yeah. Or and then the and then in this proverb, the 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 ultimate solution is he's gonna now go buy an oxen. But now you have to have a place to store your oxen, yeah. and you gotta feed the oxen. Mm. You gotta clean up after the oxen. So it's like as you grow, as you make progress, yes. there's a greater and greater need as your level of of results grow. There's a greater need for complexity, and I think by extension, a greater need for strategy. Yes. How would you how would you respond to that? No, that's the perfect way of saying it. As complexity grows, there's a greater need for strategy. I think that's absolutely the right way of saying it. Because strategy helps you see the the noise the the signal in the noise. That's that's mm. what I'm you know, it helps you see the pattern in the chaos. It helps you because all the complexity of life, whatever area it might be, um, and, and this is what you start to get into and why strategy is so important. But what, it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's your hobbies, like we, you know, as we started talking about earlier in this session, you start to realize like in the real world, all of these things are so, so complex. And there's so many, like you were just talking about, you, you know, the rot, not the rot, the um, in your attic, we were just chatting about this a little bit ago. And you were saying there's all these different opinions on the different ways of handling it and scientists talking about whether spray insulation is the best way to go. And you were like, I just had to go sit, watch a video for professor to get the actual answer that I wanted. And I'm thinking in my head, like, yeah, that's the world we live in. That's living, right? Is that that's complexity. Yes. Or doctors that they don't have the solution for you. They're like, this is another one. I was just lamenting this with another friend of of mine. Like, I go to this specialist because I've got low back pain and he's like, well, um, just don't lift any heavy objects and don't play <laughs> basketball and don't run around with your kid. I'm like, yes. you want me to stop living my life? Like you're, this is the pinnacle of medical health. Like <laughs> stop living your life. And then, so basically now I've had to go do my own research and, and to some extent become my mm-hmm. own doctor. And listen, I, I am not anti-medicine, anti-doctor, yeah. but there's a point where what you're saying is life is complicated. And there's not a lot of simple answers when, mm-hmm. when you get down to it. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I hear us sort of landing on here. Well, and what I was going to say is strategy helps you cut through the noise because like, uh, this is why I wanted to bring up your illustration where you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to go do a deep dive and like, see what the internet has to say on this thing. And there's so much information. How do you know what's helpful? What isn't helpful? Yeah. What's going to get me where I'm trying to go, which is like, I have this problem that I need to solve. How do you know all those things? Well, it's strategy. And, and like we've talked about already with the ebook, like knowing your end destination, that's a huge part of it because I know where yeah. I'm headed. But then my strategy is the path to get me there. And then it helps me, you know, getting back to the business uh, arena, it helps me yeah. know what are the actions that are actually leading me to make progress? What are the actions mm. that are actually leading me astray? What's the information that's crowding out the actually important information? Yes. You know, yes. like look, we haven't even talked about data, but data is the like, sometimes it's the most wasteful thing we do, and, and but it can be the most helpful, but it's all in knowing what is helpful data, what is not helpful. What, what do I yeah. need to know? What do I not need to know? Again, strategy answers those questions. Answering the big, bigger, deeper questions of strategy yeah. helps you answer those kinds of questions. Yes. So you just reminded me of another thought I had on alternatives. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to living randomly, I would say if, if there's a strat, uh, if there's a spectrum, if there's a, a, a mm-hmm. gamut of strategy, yeah. um, on the far anti-strategy side, you have living absolutely randomly. Like I'll just make <laughs> it up as I go. But then yeah. I think this Wait, is where before most- you, Before you get into okay. that, I, I feel like we were saying that entrepreneurs live like totally chaotic and randomly. <laughs> and I just was like, you know, that's not what we were trying to say. But I, I just was thinking, man, it kind of came across that way. That's not what we were trying to say at all. More so that when you are a doer and an action-oriented person, that's you can tend to- 
it pulls you that, that way. Yes, because yes. you're just it pulls acting you and doing. That way. Yes, yeah. yeah, that side of the spectrum mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, where I think, but I, but and this is that's a perfect segue into yeah. what I was going to say because I think most people realize I'm not just going to flip a coin mm. <laughs> every time and start from scratch. So instead, um, when they come up against a tough, you know, a big problem, they do this thing. I, 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 Well, that's all for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to hear the rest of this conversation, make sure to subscribe so you get new episodes as they're released. You can also view this content along with visuals on our YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. We'll see you on the next one.